we go. I think we're live. Uh, let's hope so. Oh boy. Yeah, here we go. Right. Uh, so, guys, should we, uh, should we roll the intro? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Go for it. Oh, so pretty. <laughs> it is so good. I love that intro. Oh, and if you're listening to the show, well, unfortunately, you can't see the intro. You'll recognize the theme tune, but um, you need to go onto YouTube and watch it because it is, it is tip top. Well, welcome back. It has been, what, almost three months since the last time we did this. This is season four. Episode one of the DC UK podcast. Welcome back, Tom. Welcome back, Daniel. How are you, gents? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, it's nice to be back. I'm excited for another season with a very different looking team. Oh, it's, it's gonna be so great. I'm I'm very excited. Um, you know, since the last time, you know, the, the best hair in the game is still the best hair in the game, but kind of <laughs> kind of trimmed trimmed um, the waviness a little bit. <laughs> what are you talking about? Look at this luscious look. I I trimmed the waves a little bit, but uh, you know, it's a good thing we didn't start the show a little bit earlier because I was looking straight up like a Mormon dad of, of 12 beautiful children. Um, I was hello, my name is Daniel Smith. Pleasure to meet you. Uh, I looked awful. I had one of the worst haircuts I've ever had, but now it's it's starting to come back. Um, I, I I got a little bit of that product going. It's got the waves are coming in, and you know I I'm feeling wavy about the wavy. Season. So I I am I am feeling very good. Uh, it's just it's just good to be back, and and I'm you know, gosh, it's been a wild off season. Um, but I'm I'm excited to get in here. Oh, I, it is just. Unreal, and uh, I can already see comments coming through. The first one from Rithik. So, hey, Rithik, how are you doing? Um, he's just congratulating me um, on the advancement of Middlesbrough in the FA Cup. Why? I mean, it's been it's been, <laughs> it's been oh, two and a half minutes. All right, I'm just gonna do. I have my head. I'm gonna draw my headphones anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> out for a little bit. Oh, mate. Yeah, I mean that was that wasn't. That was a hell of a game. That was that, it was a it was a fun game. I was annoyed, but you know what? We should we should have scored more. Bruno. Yeah, I mean, my God, he's hit some amazing shots, and then he misses a wide open net. I mean, how do you do that? And yeah. I mean, the Middlesbrough goal was a little was a little. That's according to the rules. It was legal. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I will not stand by that. It definitely had an impact on the play. I mean, but he controlled it like this, brought it down, and then hit it over. You know what? It's fine. I'm not even mad. I'm not even mad. No, I, I was expecting that to be ruled out. I was surprised we actually got that, yeah. but you know, I have. We should have scored more. So, you know, yeah. I think we deserved it. I, I was I was wondering if if uh, United could do it on a cold night in Borough, but uh, no, we got the answer. No, yes. couldn't even. Can't even. Just useless. <laughs> You're absolutely useless. Um, too, cold, too many puddles. 
Oh, we've had a, uh, a comment about your shirts, uh, Daniel. Mm, yes. Yes. That's, uh, Brian has just Brand said, love the cherry blossom kit. This I mean, was, it is, it's gorgeous. Was, it looks good. You I gave mean, me a, a, a bit of guff last season for, for lacking in the DCUK uh, swag department. So um, when you put out the, uh, yeah, the cherry blossom kit, um, I, I, I knew it. Here's the thing. I was, I was waiting for you to put out the perfect thing. And this is exactly it right here. This is one of the most beautiful kits I've, I've ever worn in my life. Uh, and, and this is, uh, it's just fantastic. Um, it's, it's one of those things like when, you know, you, I, I don't know, like this is one of those things where like the, the, however it's, it's displayed online, uh, yeah. That does not do this thing justice because there's just really nice little details, and you know, right, right in the yeah. back, you got, you got oh, DC look at that, look at and that. it's it's oh, just lovely. I I love this kit so much. So yes. yeah, uh, it's great. Oh, and if you're listening, I will tell you what the address is. But if you're watching, you'll see it come up on screen right now. So if you want one of those kits that Daniel is wearing right there. You can head to bit.ly, so bit.ly forward slash DCUK Cherry. It is just such a gorgeous bit of kit. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm disappointed I haven't got one myself, but um, that is being ordered after this. So hopefully, it won't be next week's show because it takes ages to come through because it's all made and shipped from the USA. That's that's in yeah it's it's probably what it's about half the price of the kit just to ship the thing right yeah it's a I think it's like forty forty five dollars or something like that for their jersey I think Man. and then it's twenty three to ship it what yep yeah yep it's amazing I mean that's like airline tickets right taxes and fees. No, Not with the taxes and fees we've seen recently, eh? Right. Yeah, I guess a little inside baseball with the uh, uh, DC UK supporter group chat. Uh, sign up if you haven't yet. Get your get in the Twitter chat. It's really good. But yeah, you know, after after the Kevin Bredis move, we were kind of like looking at Wolfsburg. Yeah, how we? You know what? How, how much does it cost to get to, to get to Germany and uh, check out a game? And I looked up the price, and it's like. It's like six hundred and fifty dollars, and it's the actual flight is one hundred and fifteen dollars, yeah. but then it's about five hundred and fifty dollars in taxes and fees, and it's like, what is this? Uh, that yeah. that breaks my heart. How how is? I mean, I think I mentioned it in the group. But it was just how is that even possible? How it's just, the it just blows your mind. It's the United States. It's uh, you know the lobbying arms of the airlines, um, essentially being able to yeah. strong arm us into paying crazy prices. Yeah, the, there's nobody else who's going to be doing it anyway. So it's just yeah. like, yeah. So Same. a bunch of a bunch of DC fans looking for tickets to. <laughs> to <Wolfsburg>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we know. This will just go. Yeah, exactly. Just like a plane that will fly high. Um, so, I mean, what, what have you guys been up to over the last few months? I know Daniel, you've you've had a bit of a bit of a uh, crazy I, couple of months, haven't you? I cut my hair and then I got engaged, and yeah, what a 
wild few months I've had. Uh, what, yeah, what, no. Could I just ask what was more important, the haircut or the engagement? Um, <laughs> you know, I think so. I think the engagement happened pre haircut, um, oh. and and so thank goodness for that. Uh, no, we had a lovely little time. It was it was uh, just before Christmas. We uh, went to the state capitol. They do a uh, Christmas tree display uh, in there, and and um, I was so sweaty. Oh my god, <laughs> I was. I, Were you a bit so, nervous? The entire weekend, I am hiding this ring from Adrian, and uh, we, uh, the whole day, I didn't know when we were going to go to the Capitol, so I just had the thing in my pocket the whole time, and I'm like, guys, you're going to notice it. It's like this big, bulgy thing, and I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, and then we get there, and as we, I totally forgot that we were going through a metal detector, so I'm, like, trying to get her up front so that I could just, like, get all my stuff in that bin and, like, try to cover it up as much as possible uh and, and they still like manhandled the thing and like exposed the ring but luckily like she was not looking so i was able to just get through grab it boom and we're walking through and i wanted to wait till we got to like this upper area so we were going down the wings and adrian had a feeling or she was like okay if he's gonna ask this is probably gonna be the time to do it so we go down one wing. I don't do it. We go down another wing. I don't do it. So now in her head, she's talking herself down like, okay, this might not be the time. I'm okay with this. This is fine. We go up to the upper area and we walk around a little bit more. And then finally, like, I stop her and I'm like, boom, I, you know, brought, we were right in front of a tree. I dropped to a knee and I blacked out. <laughs> like I don't even remember. I remember. I remember saying her name, a bunch of something, and then "Will you marry me?" And I, I, I guess I said the right things to make her say yes. So it it there worked out. <laughs> um, well, but I yeah, think, though we... it's, we're in the thick of it now. We're getting married in yes. June, and this is uh, amazing. We're moving, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think we can all say congratulations. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Better than my proposal. <laughs> How did that go? Um, well, let's just put it this way. So we've been we've been out for food and drink. Um, it was uh, we were celebrating her mum's birthday, from what I remember. I guess you know, a few drinks have been taken, and we just get back on, and we're just lying there in bed, and I'm just starting talking absolute you know nonsense. And then I just went, you know what? Shall we do it? And she's like, what do you mean? Shall we, no, just get married. She's like, what are you talking about? Hop out of bed, get down on one knee, propose. Hey, that. <laughs> it worked. That's still what good. What do you say? Sometimes that's the best way to do it, though. Yeah. I feel like there's gates on uh, the London Tube. So. Nice. Yeah. That's a bit different. Yeah, I think my dad was just like, you fancy it. And my mom was like, yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, Jose, uh, Jose, um, depending on whether you're Portuguese, you speak Portuguese, you speak Spanish, and he says, congrats, bro. Thank you. So, uh, it's going to be my buddy, Jose. Oh, there you go. Yeah, good support. Thank you, brother. Um, so, yeah, there you go. And Tom, anything major happen with you during the, during the winter period? Nothing 
in the last three months, I, I mean, I'm not going to go into my whole work life. But <laughs> don't. I, yeah. I don't think we've got enough time for that, have we? Yeah, no, we don't. Uh, just a lot of changes, but having fun, new adventures, and, you know, surviving. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've had a few snowstorms over there from what I've seen in the news. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, it's been all right, though. You know, we're, we're finally getting in the thick of it. It was like 50 today, and I was like, all right, this, this might be it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what fifty is. Talk to me in Celsius, mate. Uh, it would be twenty-two. Uh, yeah, twenty. What Celsius? Yeah, yeah. That's it. summer for us. Oh, I know. <laughs> what? How did that happen? And that's like that's like, you know, that's that's probably going to be the rise and rise, and then by June, July, it'll be about thirty-nine, thirty-eight Celsius. Yes. Yeah, I've experienced that. We'll, we'll be sweating. over it. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you people I'm, are weak. I'm out in shorts and a t-shirt on 50-degree weather. Yeah. I mean, to be <laughs> fair, yeah. If it was like that, I'd probably be the same. Um, but as you can see, behind me and my surroundings, it's completely new. Mm -hmm. Because well, I moved house two weeks before Christmas. Nice. Yeah. And then hosted Christmas. Because, you know, that's how we roll over here. Because my wife is an absolute nutcase for that. Volunteered us. Just like, uh, what are you doing? But we managed it. We got through it. And, uh, you know, I've got a new job. There you go. So, there you go. All change for all of us, I think. So, you know, it's been pretty good. Anyway, should we talk some soccer? Yes. I'm down for yes. it. Yeah. Um, so... Um, Tom, do you know a person called Forrest? I do. Apparently, you're hot, according Forrest. I'm what? Hot. I'm, you know, I actually don't know who Forrest is. <laughs> so, that guy told me it's hot. You've had a comment. Lovely. There you go. Someone's got. Oh, I just told him to join, and here we are. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Come oh, give us, come give us uh, support," and immediately. <laughs> there you go, man. There we go, right up on screen. Oh, yeah, brilliant. Yep, yeah. and that's the email too. There we go. There you go. He's an orchid <laughs> man, so uh, so I've been giving him stick all day oh. for, for the Arsenal game. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, what happened? To, uh, I saw Martinelli got sent off. Martin, Martinelli got two yellow cards in one play. Um, I I haven't checked yet. I don't know where in the rule book that's allowed. Um, Unless he said something. He So, no, he first went over to the guy trying to do a uh, throw-in, yeah. trying to grab the ball. So, yeah. apparently, that was a yellow. Yeah, and then fair. he went over and tackled a guy from behind, and apparently that was a second yellow in the same run of play. Yeah, like uh, that makes sense. I I I just want to like find in the rules where that's yeah. okay, but I mean I'm not going to complain, you know. No, I mean I think it makes <laughs> it makes sense to. I, it would be unfair if you could just do two things in one play and only get punished for one of those. That that was my other thought. Yeah. In it, you know, like oh, so it's like if you get one, you know you're gonna get a yellow. Do you get a freebie? 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you, yeah, I, I'm, I'm fair with that. I'm happy with that. Um, right. Anyway, actual show stuff because you know we're 16 minutes in and we actually haven't even really started yet. So. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of catching. A lot of catching up. You know, it's the first one of the season. We're allowed it. Um, first, first thing, new part of the show. We're gonna, we're gonna do a little game called Guess DC Who. So all this, all this is about. So I will go through a player who has a connection with DC United at some point in their career. They could be playing at the moment. They could be retired. They might not even play for the club. They might be a coach. But at some point, they will have had that connection with the club. Um, so I'm going to run through a couple of things. I'm going to show the outline of the person up on screen in a brief moment. Here we go. There we go. So that is the person there. So for you folks who are watching at home, I want you to hit me up in the chat. Let me know what you, who you think this person is. And I've got to make sure I don't give it away straight away. Um, so first things first, this player, so it is a player, I will allow that, um, is still a current player. They were born in Indianapolis, Indiana. They started their career in 2010 at Chicago Fire Premier. So Chicago Fire's old youth team. They then moved to DC United. And Daniel, I see your face is looking down. Are you cheating? <laughs> no. Are you cheating? No, no not at all. <laughs> um, they then moved to the UK. And I'm not going to say which team it is, because that will probably give it away. They then moved to Denmark. And then they're back in MLS where they're playing for their second team. What's the move to twice in MLS now? So, any initial thoughts? You said they're playing for the second team? So they're playing for, so they've went from Denmark to an MLS team. And then they've transferred since then to the being traded. How long we got? I mean, we've, we've gone until the end of the show. So if you don't want to say anything right now, you don't need to. We'll, we'll come back to it later so you can have a good think about it. But that is your player right there. So up on screen, you've got your player. He's born in Indiana, uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. Started off at Chicago Fire Premier. Moved to DC United. Moved to the UK, then to Denmark, and now back in MLS. It's a toughie. Man. This is a really hard Whoa. one. <laughs> there you go. What a start, eh? I, I know because the but only... What's going through your head? Perry Kitchen, but I know that's absolutely wrong. But, um, man. Yeah. No, I, that, You're that's struggling with that. Fair? Yeah. Yeah. Fair? yeah right. But we will come back to it at the end of the show. Um, so there has been a Rithic um, thinks it's Perry Kitchen, so so there has been that guess in the, in the chat. Um, any other? He went to Ireland, so I'm 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 pretty sure. Yeah, it's not him. Uh, well, there you go. So we will answer that at the end of the show. We'll come for some final guesses at the end, um, but. We're going to move on to some news now. 
So, first things first, transfers, because, you know, it's been a bit of a busy off-season, hasn't it, guys? We've had yeah. a few transfers. It's been crazy. Yeah, it's been very crazy. I'm just looking through. So, we had one, two, three, four, five, seven transfers in and out. Yep. It's pretty hectic. Um, that's actual transfers, and I'm not including players who've been released, like Felipe or uh, potentially Junior Moreno, depending on whether he agrees to a new deal or not. Um, but seven actual Transfers which have had something attached to it. Uh, Paul Ariola obviously went to FC Dallas for that record domestic trade. What did we think about that when it went through? Sad like everyone else. I. <laughs> I think that's a yes. That was that that sent shockwaves, and I, you know, I, for for all the players, you know, uh, none of them ever left a bad taste in my mouth, you know, with mm. with them leaving. So, uh, you know, for for me, I always understand that a lot of these guys, uh, they have their career in mind. Um, I think as as fans, sometimes you know, we we get very caught up in the uh, tradition, and you know. Uh, prestige of the team and all of that uh but at the end of the day uh these guys you know they are they're trying to do what's best for themselves and yeah. you know there are certain players who are definitely mercenaries and they're you know uh moving along you know however they see fit but uh you know for for these guys none of them ever struck me as you know ah how could they do that like no i i totally you know Whatever their reasons are, I'm I'm sure it's totally fine, you know, and and you know, I wish them nothing but yeah, the best. Except, you know, if they play DC United, I I you know, I hope they take the L. Well. I I not necessarily hope they don't do well or get injured or whatever like that, but you know, I just hope that it's an L. <laughs> That's all <laughs> I have to take at that point. So what were your thoughts on uh, Paul leaving us? Yeah, I mean I think they don't have it pretty right. I mean, it's sad to see someone that, you know, they love watching uh, yeah. this and that, but, you know, players have to move on. And we saw a lot of players move on this summer. Yeah. So this summer, what am I saying? This summer? Winter. I mean, to, for you, it's a summer to come for. It's 50 degrees out. It's summer in Millsburg. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, it's sad to see him go, but I hope he does all right. You know, yeah. uh, happy first time with us, and you know, hopefully, we've done the right replacements for him. Yes, now I think the big reason for him leaving was because obviously it's the World Cup year, isn't it? So, he obviously wants to be right in the limelight, making sure he's got his place in the, in the squad secured. Yeah, were you surprised it was to another MLS team he went to rather than? to a Mexico, a Mexican team, or whether it was to Europe, were you surprised it was another MLS team? No. No? Um, I, he, he had his moment in Europe, and I would almost say uh, that he's he's had the sample of, of playing internationally, and maybe he's just like, no, I... I feel more comfortable playing you know in in north america or you know at least on this side of the hemisphere so uh yeah no i i i think he definitely wants to he's got he's got family here and you know it might just be one of those things 
but yeah. I'm not in his head. I don't know anything, but I, you know, if it were me uh, and just sort of seeing the experience uh, that he had, that's how I would sort of deduce that. But, you know, again, not in his head and he's got his own reasons and that's, that's totally fine. Yeah, um, other transfers um, or trades I'm going to go through. Uh, we got an international shop, international shop, international slot uh, from Nashville for 250,000 GAM, which I think you're going to go through in a bit, aren't you, Daniel? Yep. Yeah. Um, you're going to teach us all about GAM and TAM. And then Ted, uh, TKD, uh, signed in from Loudon. Thoughts on that one, Tom? Yeah, I'm all right with that. I mean, it's it's nothing uh, it's nothing too big. I mean, we'll see. A lot of these guys from Loudon get traded up and down, you know, mm-hmm. between mm-hmm. playing Loudon and playing for DC. So it's every time someone goes from Loudon up to DC, I think of it as you know for how long. Um, so we'll see. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm always interested with the new player coming up the ranks. Yeah, I think it's it's great that he's been signed to a homegrown contract, and I think there's a there's been a lot of hype around him. I know the guys over at RFK Refugees had him on uh, their podcast, and we're really excited to see him. And the way he plays is very is very very good. So I'm massively excited to see what he can produce. Really, um, definitely a good depth option for us uh, going through the season because you know we need we definitely need that depth. We don't know have what happened last season where you had what 16 players out at one point yeah something yeah. like that so um the big transfer i know paul was a big one but flip the neck it got even it got even worse for us in terms of outgoings kevin paredes over to wolfsburg we were talking about their shirts before the show um not even during the show i don't know i'm losing track of time you know hey how um but yeah kevin paredes over to wolfsburg in germany um Sad to see him go. Sad. I mean, the video, I think, choked us all up. <laughs> Seeing him doing his little farewell speech, just like, oh, my word. No. Oh, um, that was the worst. That was heavy. Absolutely. Then he did it. Then they released an interview with uh, Claudia Pagan, and it was just like, oh, no. Stop it, KP. Stop it. You're making us yeah. all cry. Where's the onions? Why is there so many onions around? But my word, oh, I'm pleased for him. I'm um, really, really um, pleased. I I wanted him to stay for one more season, but you know what? Yeah. When a, when a club comes around and they're asking, you gotta let the kid go. Um, he's so yeah. good, and yeah. you know, he's he's in the Bundesliga, so we can watch him still. Um, mm-hmm. I'm interested cool. to see you know how he gets into that into that eleven. Yes, yeah, I know. We we got seven million dollars for him as well, so it was a pretty tasty sum of money that we got. And because he was uh, homegrown and under twenty one, we get all of that. None of it goes to the MLS, does it? Correct. Still don't understand why they do that, but there you go. That is a yeah. It was um, really shrewd, and I think it will be. And and there's. I don't, I don't know the specifics, but there's probably there is a sell-on clause with him as well. So, um, you know, there is more money to come off of that. And yeah, you know, I'm I'm not sad about that either. He 
is a spark plug who was super fun to watch. I enjoyed every second he was on the field last season. Um, and so, yeah, you know, I, I have no heavy feelings about that. Uh, I, I am super happy for the kid. And yeah, now, now that he's with Wolfsburg, who, uh, their position on the table isn't fantastic, uh, but hopefully they they stay up in the Bundesliga. Um, I'm excited to see you know, it, you know when he makes his his uh, first team debut, and uh, I'm excited to see him on weekends. So that's gonna be that's gonna be great. Yeah, absolutely. And I've seen a few people have already uh, had the Wolfsburg um, jersey shipped in as well. So that's great to see. Um, and they took out an ad, Washington Times. I think, yeah. rather than the Washington Post, um, saying oh, welcome to KP to Wolfsburg. I was uh, surprised by that. Wow, that was a nice touch, that, I thought. Yeah, apparently the good, good exposure. Yeah, apparently the Bundesliga has done that through whichever MLS cities that they've um, done trades with. Oh. Yeah. That's very cool. I like that. Um, and then we got a straight replacement in with Brad Smith from Seattle Sounders. I'm not sure what to make of that. I mean, some there's been talk of him being quite an attacking player. He's got a good cross on him. Um, basically, left-footed version of Julian Gressel, which can't yeah. be too bad. Can it now? If we can get balls into whoever's going to play up top for us. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's the thing where we don't really know what the full 11 is going to be uh, on day one. But, you know, we can we can only speculate for now and try to piece together the puzzle. Yeah, it would be nice if some of the preseason was streamed. Yeah. yeah. At DC United. <laughs> he, he's a player with pace, uh, which is, you know, what the Lasada system is looking for. Uh, you know, I was... I have always said that, like, I am looking for defensive uh, signings and um, seeing seeing some attention to that. And and I think with a player who's uh, pretty seasoned, has a championship, so you know he he brings uh, I think some good value. So uh, I know some people were are still scratching their heads about that, but um, I'm I'm just interested to see how this turns out with him. Yeah, definitely. Uh, speaking of defensive uh, cover, we brought uh, Brendan Hansheit back on a permanent deal. Yeah, I love that. That he was one of my favourite players from last season in terms of of the new guys that came in. He was just absolutely brilliant. It was a shame when he got injured for so long, and he did yeah. notice a, a hell of a difference between our backline from when he was playing and when he wasn't playing because Fred Brion, bless him, who was now retired. Just could not keep up. Yeah, yeah. Can't forget that. Uh, can't forget that hindsight goal that he had too. Oh, on his debut. Yeah. Oh, that was an absolute monster of a shot. Yeah, it really was. That was a that was a great introduction for Ernan in MLS, wasn't it? What oh, couldn't, couldn't have been better. Yeah. She had better. that that scorcher of a goal from BHI, and then Canales with the volley. From the outside, just outside the box. It's just that was superb. I'm looking forward to the, the first game on the 26th against Charlotte. Oh, and so many games that are going to be actually watchable mm -hmm. for me over here. I know that time. the schedule like finally worked out for you. 
apart from a couple of games. Yeah. Where I think there's one which is on the West Coast. I can't remember which one it is. And, and it's midweek. And I'm like... But it's still better than... Yeah. I mean, I, I remember, you know, there were like a, a solid handful of games where you had to kind of piece out of the supporter group chat because you were like, it is... 2.30 in the morning here. I cannot do this anymore. No. And so, no. no. Uh, it's, I'm, on, it's, I'm uh, on the U.S. East Coast, and it was too late for me. Yeah. <laughs> it was it, the big one was the um, oh, the MLS's back tournament when we played yeah. Montreal, and it was half 10 Eastern time mm-hmm. for the kickoff. And I'm thinking, right, that's <laughs> half three in the morning for me. So I just went yeah. to bed early and got up, and that was me done for the day. I was going to ask that: Do you stay up or do you do you sleep uh, and wake up? When it was the half three one, I definitely. I think I went to bed at like half eight in the evening, and then got up at half two, and then stayed up for the rest of the day. Otherwise, I'll just stay up, stay up through, and then go to bed at what half two, three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, right. yeah, three four hours, kid. Thank you. No, thank you. Yeah, my wife doesn't particularly enjoy that. When I get to bed, and it's just like me just clump ribbon. No. Yes. But, you know, the life of a supporter, eh? Got to do it. Um, Other transfers, obviously, uh, Taxi uh, is coming in. in That's the summer one, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, he's joining apparently the summer. We shall see. Because he's been left out of the Rapid Vienna squad recently. So, rumour has it. Season. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, otherwise it's like, you know, just let us get him now. Yeah. Please. Yeah. I mean, if they're going to leave him out of the squad, just give him to us. Just give yeah. him to us. Even if we have to pay a small fee. Well, see, so if you're not going to play him, you know. Over yeah. over something internal, then just all right, we'll take them. Yeah, we'll have them now. Yeah, um, and then more recently, Estrada was signed for us as well, which that's depending on where you look, where Reddit, Discords, our chat, mixed feelings about that one, especially in the run of people were unsure about what type of signing he was going to be. Uh, there was rumors that he was going to be a DP signing, but he's actually just a loan signing, so. Yeah, with an option to buy at the end, which I think is like for $5 million. So what do we think of that one? I mean, have you seen the sizzle reel with his bangers? Oh, yeah. And those are those were very picked out highlights of his. Um, I'm actually very happy about it because right now it's a loan and it's an option. So we don't have that much to lose. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people were banged on him because he had – what was it? A good 2019, a bad 2020, and like an average 21. And it's like, you know, just I think the, everyone had an average 2020, though, didn't they? Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, let's just get a guy in. It's a loan. There's no need to get upset about it. Let's just see what we get. Yeah, yeah definitely. I'm, I'm happy with it's a loan. The option is literally an option. There's no mandatory part of it. So. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like the um, the Abia signing that we had towards the end of last season, where we had him on loan. We potentially could have bought him, but obviously the salary was obviously a big uh, stumbling block. But we didn't have to, and he worked out quite well. Yeah. So, um, and 
Redex just rightly pointed out um, the Goscars in Ecuador against Peru World Cup qualifier last week were Estrada and Edison Flores. Oh, that's nice. I'm a fan of that. Yeah, yeah. Shreddy Eddie. Talk about a change that happened. Uh, Angus, over... Angus coined that one, so I'll give him that. But Shreddy Eddie, <laughs> was... he's looking ripped. He, uh, yeah, no, he looked. Um, yeah, talk about changes during the offseason. That was really funny seeing those medical uh, pictures. That was that was great. Um, no, you know, uh, yeah, I'm I'm with Tom on this one. It's alone. It's alone with an option. Uh, he's a young player, 25, and yeah. uh, just another option uh, up top. And you know that is, you know, we're, you know, we'll have to see. I don't know where we're at with the uh, Kamara saga um, mm. on that, but um, you know, if he's there, it gives him, you know, an, an extra push. And uh, yeah, you know, I if he has another. What what was it? Nineteen goal season. Um, I'll be thrilled about that. Uh, but you know, if if we have options to go with, uh, that's that's even better. Yeah, absolutely. It all begs the question, actually how how do we incorporate the attackers that we've got now? Because we've got Roberta. Yep. We'll have Estrada, Flores, Kamara, mm-hmm. among other. Potential forwards as well. It's just like how, what kind of formation are we? Are we going to go with a three-five-two? We're going to go three-four-three. What, what are we going to do? So, it's it's a good headache to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. agree. I think uh, I think what Lasada is doing is he's planning for what happened last season, where we yeah. saw a lot of injuries, and he's like, I don't want to get stuck with you know not being able to field a good team of players. Um, I also think he's he's getting guys that are good at the press, so mm-hmm. we're, we're seeing a lot more we're seeing a lot more attacking options and midfield options come in who are good for that kind of system. Or you know we do what what the attack is is you go two one seven goes burr <laughs> right up there. Uh, <laughs> you know I I think yeah just. Uh, <laughs> I think that's sort of the thing is is Losada is trying to build a team where there are just always options. I think last season he did the best he could with what he had. Um yeah. and and now he's like, okay, uh we're we're going to war now. Uh yeah. and we're I'm gonna yeah. put you through military training. I <laughs> know, oh, right. That was amazing. That, you, you guys seen the clip, right? Yeah. Oh my word. Wild. Jeez. The fact that they're all wearing oversized shirts and just put through I, their paces. I, I loved it. That's exactly oh. what, what you need to do. Yeah. yeah. He's taking, and I'm, I'm going to swear he, he was taking absolutely no shit in that preseason. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just, it was awesome. Um, and now they're over in California, sunning it up rather than the standard Florida, which is what we've seen for the last decade. Mm-hmm. Really, properly changing things up. Which I know when I had to and on uh, on the show this time last year, um, he was saying that twenty twenty one was going to be a transitional year. Don't expect to see many changes. It's just get get, get settled in and see see how it goes this year. Yeah, Losada ball is going to come in properly strong. 
Yeah, I'm excited for this. Yeah, 2020, 2022 is going to be oh, yeah, it's going to be a good year. I am really, really excited for it. Um, in terms of rumors, there's obviously that big one, which I don't think anyone wants. I've yet to speak to someone who thinks it's a good idea. Oh, just... there is one person who oh. who thinks it's a good idea. Birnbaum needs a golf buddy. Birnbaum needs a guy he can call up on the weekend and be like, hey, can can we hang? He's, he's, he's missing sub- Rooney. I'm he's surprised. <laughs> Do you want to know something? Because I, I don't think you were here when I when I was telling Tom earlier. I can ask him next week. Yeah. Yes, please. Birnbaum's on the show next week. Yeah, let him know that that comes oh. that comes from me. I want I want to know, you know. <laughs> well, you can tell that I'll go golfing with him if he wants, as long as we don't get Tevez. <laughs> I've got no interest. <laughs> Oh, I mean, Tevez. Any anyone that anyone that goes from Man United to Man City is uh, not. Oh dear, I forgot about that. Yeah, not one of mine. But it was it's the go to China earn what was it six hundred thousand pounds a week? Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. I I had a. I had a joke, you know, when, you know, a couple of years ago, we, you know, there was definitely an influence or, you know, an influx of Argentinian uh, personnel at DC. And, you know, I, I would say, you know, they kind of turned themselves into Boca Junior Juniors or Boca Juniors Junior. And uh, yeah, with Tevis, it's like, oh man, now we're just Boca Seniors with him now. <laughs> and I just, yeah, no, he's pushing 40 just about. And I, uh, that no, no, uh, no, I hate it. I hate it. I mean, that will really bring back the the tag of MLS retirement league. Yeah, and I tell you what, though, old, older Tevez looks uh, younger than young Tevez. If you ever like look at him in his Man City years compared to like how he looks now, I'm like, yeah, yeah. like it's weird. He, oh. it's, it's the shaved head. He just yeah. cut it all off. No, and he like lost weight. And then yep. like, oh. City Tevis, and it's like, nope. <laughs> he, oh, hair. <laughs> he had facial hair. Yeah. Bit too many pies down. It was, yeah. He he looked like a big boy <laughs> then. Yes, yes. So, so are we saying we don't want Tevis? Don't want Tevis. Not even interested. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll be fine. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Daniel, is there any any universe you'd have tennis? I'd take him on a free. Oh yeah, free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, I mean, literally, no, no contract. Like literally, no we'll salary. Pay, like we'll pay, <laughs> we'll pay no, to feed them, and that's what, it. Yeah, what you know? Give me. Um, if I can have all the gam in the world to pay him down to the league minimum. With without having to worry about you know how, how I split that game elsewhere, uh, I, I yes in that situation you get him on a free and you get unlimited gam with him. <laughs> no, Agreed. I'm I'm just gonna say no, no, no. Yeah. I'm no. I mean no. It'd be it's... great if it was 2010. I mean yeah sure. Yeah. But, you know no. No. Yeah. Right. And. Uh... Kim's just rightly said, you yep. can still take a roster spot. Yeah. Fair, fair yeah. enough. 
and an international roster spot, not just any roster spot. Okay, fine. He he gets his he gets his uh, green card, uh, and and the, really and quickly. <laughs> yeah, really quick. <laughs> it's, it's actually part of this visa. Um, it's a P one visa green card. He does it all in two weeks. That'd be yes. amazing. <laughs> I'd be more impressed. I'd be like, sign him. Yeah. He's doing that. <laughs> okay. Actually, does he even speak any English at all? Because I don't think he spoke English when he was at, at any team in England. He didn't been... speak English at Men United. I don't know about City. He can say four birdie. <laughs> <laughs> Eagle. Eagle, which is right, yeah. which is good for DC. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway. Turn around yelling eagle. <laughs> I mean, he would be a screaming eagle. <laughs> I, I, I'd take him as a, a supporter, supporter group mascot, sure. <laughs> oh, we'll be better than Olsen's furry army, wouldn't it? Oh, my good. Oh, that's a... <laughs> That's a deep cut right there. That's very good. I like oh, that. I, 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 was, I was hoping I'd be able to bring that back at some point. Put him in a raccoon suit. I love it. Yes. Oh, right. <laughs> any uh, any other sort of transfer stuff we want to talk about? Any MLS transfers? You know, like the fact that Douglas Costa is now a, a Galaxy player and Thiago Almeida is playing for Atlanta. It's um, just like... Green was at Toronto in Signal. Yeah. Is... So the general managers of Major League Soccer being playing football manager 2014. It's it's sort of like the West Ham, uh, the West, the old strategy of West Ham, where his sons, the owner, used to just play football manager, and then his sons would tell him, "I like this guy," and then West Ham would go and buy him. Yeah, I mean, fair. <laughs> it's, it's the way to do it. <laughs> I mean, football manager is a bible, isn't it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I still need to get the new one. Oh, well. You do, you do need to get the new one. Is it, is it much better? Yeah, I mean, let's put it this way. So you've got um, just gone off a tangent, but on my current save, so I started off as DC boss. Of course, yeah, you know, as you do. Um, didn't really get anywhere. Um, starting to do well. Got some good youth academy players coming through. And I was getting a bit bored, so I just quit on my birthday. So I resigned as DC boss. Went to QPR. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Got them promoted from League One as champions. First time with Vaskin. Got stuck in a bit of a rut there, so I decided to quit that one. Went to Nottingham Forest, who were in the Premiership. Weirdly. They had a new owner, a bit like the Watford owner. Um, got sacked after 33 days. Oh, no. Nice. That's the best. I, w- I won one, lost two, and drawn two games or something like that. Like that. That, sounds, yeah. that sounds exactly like what Watford does, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they average like four managers a year. It's absurd. They, they, they wanted to call me into an emergency meeting to talk about performance. I was like, nah. Anyway, you've been sacked. I was like, oh, all right, okay. okay. And now I've gone to their neighbours, not, not County. Oh, brilliant. So I've gone from the Premiership to League Two. <laughs> Well, it, it's funny. It's funny you bring up West Ham and football. At at one point, Kurt Zuma was sort of like the the wonder kid to get for for mm. a while in that game. And man, look where that got them now. So, 
Yeah, um, Zuma kicking a cat. Absolutely despicable. I don't know whether you guys have seen anything about it. I've just seen a photo. Oh, it looked God. horrendous. Yeah. But thankfully, he's um, he's had his cats taken off him, rightly so. Good. Uh, the club have fined him the maximum amount, which is a quarter of a million pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and his brother, who plays for Dagenham and Redbridge, if you even know where that is. Ooh. Incredibly random. Um, yes. Isn't that a north? Isn't that a north? Uh, what call it side? What league is that? Oh, the Vanarama? Yeah. The Vanarama National League. National the, North. I think they're in the National South because if I remember rightly, they're in Essex. Oh, yeah. Then they're going to be South. Yeah. Um, but he's been sacked. Wow. Oh. So, wow. Yeah. I think the lesson is don't kick cats. Uh, there's a great Netflix show. Uh, don't. F yeah, yes. Yes. Should have watched it. He should have watched it, yes. He should have watched it. Yes. That song now is tainted. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Don't watch it. It's a great, great, great documentary. Anyway. Anyways, moving on. Anyway, football. (laughs) This is the point of the show where we would normally get to talk about matches, but, you know, we couldn't watch the last game. Real quick. Real quick. Pre-seed. Well, we won. So. There Is you it go. Chris Kirkin? A 17-year-old Chris. scored named Hopkins. That's all I got. What are we, is it now? Is it we're playing? Oh, yes, it is, isn't it? Yeah, it's is a it seven. It's, I don't seven. Know it's in an hour for Red Bulls. Yeah. I was going to say, I was thinking. No. So, yeah, so Red Bulls um, later on. Who knows what's going to happen? Because yet again, that's not being strained. Thank you, DC United. At DC United. At DC United. Um, so we can't really talk much about what that's going to happen. So anything you want to talk about um, in terms of the upcoming season? Or should we just move on to what you want to talk about, Tom? Yeah. Um, I yeah. wanted to as we don't have a lot of matches to preview uh, mm-hmm. or to review. Um, I wanted to talk about an old legend. Well, not so old as we had him about two and a half years ago. Uh, DCU captain Wayne Rooney. And I want to talk about what he's been up to now. So he's currently the manager for Darby, which hasn't been an easy experience for him at all. You pronounced um, it right. Yeah, what do you, you think I was going to say? Derby? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's Darby. Darby. Um, so they, he ended up as the full-time manager with Albiona telling him about the fact that they were about to go into administration and receive financial penalty. Um, so that's 12 points deductions um, in administration. You get a nine-point deficit for their financial so they started the season at negative twenty-one points. Um, at that point, I would be I would be ready to run away. You would, wouldn't um, you? You really would. I I would be like, it's we don't have a chance. The owner didn't answer any of Wayne's calls when he first started the season, and everything with that, the penalties happened. 
The only way he was able to get to him was to call him from the team doctor's phone, and then he finally picked up. Um, so the owner has been ducking for ages. Then he also decided to give his personal number to Darby's supporters group um, just to have an open line of communication, just to make sure he's staying open with them. He's paid for all the training equipment, all the away accommodations, and he's even washed um, game day kits and training kits and different parts of gear of his own house. So he's become the kit man as well. Um, you know, we all know that Frank Lampard has signed as the new coach at Everton, with, but they had also approached Wayne Rooney for the job, and he refused to even do an interview with them because he said that he had a good job with Darby that he had coming on, and he wanted to make sure he saw it through. He has given 20 academy players their debuts this season. Wow. Which is absurd because they've yeah. had a lot of players that they haven't been able to pay so they've lost a lot yeah i mean it's absurd they have a record they're in uh they're currently in 23rd they have a record of 9 12 and 9 which with all the deficit points yeah. and all the players they've had to leave a, a fantastic record and they're only four points away from safety yeah. So we've all seen we've all seen Wayne Rooney do some amazing things on the pitch. <laughs> uh, we can we can name a few, I'm sure, but a lot of people post a certain DC United clip. I, I think I think uh, it's every <laughs> single thing is against Orlando. Yeah, anything that's happened against Orlando is basically what we're talking about. Um, I wanted to speak about him mainly because he was in DC, but he also has a documentary on the life of Wayne Rooney and his time in professional football. That comes out on day of recording. This is February 10th, so it will be coming out tomorrow on February 11th on Amazon Prime. Yes. And that is my my quick blurb on a XDC captain. Yes. It's it's just interesting. It's obviously, as you rightly say, his documentary is coming out tomorrow. Um, so there's been a lot of stuff over here um, in terms of talking about his past career and things like that and one of the things that was on um, sort of BBC Sport was about his mental health and his drink issues that he had yeah, whilst yeah. playing um, and he said he got to a point where he knew he was either going to kill himself or he was going to kill someone else yep. so he had to do something about it so I think now he's teetotal so he's not drinking um, and then there was another thing that, um, that came out where you might have seen about where he purposely injured someone. Uh, not just someone. John Terry. John Terry. <laughs> so he went, he went, played the first half, and he's wearing the standard studs, so the plastic with the metal bottom to them. And he went, I, I want to injure someone. So he got, replaced the studs with extra long, or the lo longest you could legally have in the league, full metal. Yeah. And he lost a stud. He, he, John Terry. He put a hole. Yeah, he put a hole in John Terry's foot, and then a few days later, he signs the game worn kit, sends it to John Terry, and says, "Can I get my stud back?" <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. And then John, John Terry's just because it, obviously it's come back out on social media, and John Terry's now replied said, "Is that the time where I, you lost your stud in me?" <laughs> Just anyway, the, 
the doc tomorrow should be awesome. I'm yeah. excited for it. I've already, don't tell my work, I've already blocked two hours off uh, <laughs> of busy time. Uh, so, nice. Tut, tut, tut. You should be working hard here. I work very hard. I work very hard. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, no, but that was good. Thank you, Tom. Um, yeah, it's it's always good to look back at sort of previous players and actually see what they're doing. And Wayne's just doing an unbelievable job over over here with Derby County. It's just it's great to see. I know the team in white spot over here, Middlesbrough. They're actually suing Derby at the moment, um, which is not great because if that is successful, that's probably going to tip them over the edge into liquidation. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's I, I, I can only wish the best with Derby and hopefully when can do the impossible. And I would put that, if he saves them from relegation, I would put that up there with Leicester winning the Premiership in terms of yeah. actual proper achievement. I was I was trying to I was trying to think you know what in his career would equate to the same and I it really wouldn't I don't know if there's much no. I mean if that he won a be... World Cup and was like the top scorer then maybe you know Golden Boot winner then that's pretty great yes but I mean to to go to start negative twenty one and to survive that would be unbelievable and you got to remember he got thrown in at the I mean, obviously, just that start got thrown, getting thrown in the deep end is bad enough. But he was player coach when he went to Derby when he left DC. Yep. With Philip Koku as the boss, then he got sacked, and then Wayne was put in as interim, and then he's just been given this whole thing, and it's just like how he's still going. Just says a lot about the, the man's mentality and how yeah, determined I... he is to actually see this through. <clears throat> He's not I'm walked just, away from it. He's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can tell why he... I mean, he's the same age as my wife. I can tell you now, my wife looks a hell of a lot younger than he does. <laughs> yeah, no, he's got he's the younger, old... He's younger than, younger than Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, he's got he's got the old uh, managerial aging on him. No, uh, that's, that's one of my favorite things to do, is to look at uh, pictures of before and after for Man United managers. And it's just like it's like ten years, yeah, in like a year. It's yeah. absurd. Definitely, definitely. Um, right, Daniel. Tom's had uh-huh. his fun. This is I, I. I did say I had an intro, but uh, when I actually exported it, and it, it, the sound came out really badly, so we don't have an intro. But I'm going to introduce you. No worries. This is a new segment to the show. Um, another one because you know it's 2022. It's a new year, new season, new beginnings. Um, this is MLS 101 with your professor, Professor Wise. Over to you. <laughs> um, well, before I start, before I get my clock going, um, is it Chris Durkin? I'm not your. Uh, oh, oh, wait, the guess. Um, all will be revealed at the end of the show. Okay. Well, that's my that's my. Guess, I'm going. I'm going with that one. I Fair. cannot even remotely think of anyone else. But okay. Anyways, so Major League Soccer exists in sort of this uh, bubble that that operates completely different from most leagues uh, around the world, where you know, essentially teams kind of sit on a war chest of money that you know they pay salaries and transfer fees. Uh, Major League Soccer is highly limited in 
how much of a war chess uh, teams can build up. In fact, you know, in a, in a sort of an effort to limit the kind of war chess that teams can uh, use, uh, they use allocated money that essentially, if, if you've ever seen the movie Brewster's Millions, uh, where, where this guy, it's a Richard Pryor movie where a guy gets a million or, you know, whatever million dollars, and he has to spend that mm. within a year. And it has to be gone by by uh, that time. Uh, so in this way, GAM and TAM operate like this. Teams, every so often, they or every season, they get an allotment of general allocated money. And they get this, uh, you know, whether they're an expansion team comes on. Uh, so like teams will get like $100,000 in GAM if there's an expansion team or per expansion or yeah, per expansion team. And then they will also get GAM if they miss the playoffs. I think they get like $200,000. So th this money is essentially used uh, for salaries. Um, so that player, so that teams can improve, uh, themselves, uh, without, uh, sort of, um, getting into crazy financial, uh, situations. So major league soccer has what's called a, a salary cap or a budget cap. And that is somewhere around like 5.2 million, something like that. And, uh, that is flat for every team, but teams get general allocated money and that i believe the maximum they can get is about 1.9 million and that can be used to buy down salaries for expensive players uh yeah. so if they are bringing in a player whose contract goes above the league uh maximum of about six hundred and fifty thousand dollars uh they are able to use that money to buy it down to that league maximum. Uh, and so they will sort of take whatever budget they have, and then they will use this general allocation to put that into different players. Uh, and then TAM is the targeted uh, or discretionary targeted allocation money. And with that, it is essentially, it's money that like, they get it, it, it's a little larger than GAM. It, that goes yeah. up to about 2.7 million okay. and, or two, uh, yes, 2.7 million. And the teams will use this to buy down uh, the signings of designated players. So yeah. back in 2007 uh, or 2006, mostly, uh, teams had a very stringent salary cap. And what in 2007, when LA Galaxy wanted to bring in David Beckham, they essentially adjusted the financials to create the Beckham rule where they get uh, designated players and then a, an extra allocation of money to buy down uh, those, those contracts or I guess the, uh, the budget for those players. Mm -hmm. um, so year over year, uh, that money has has risen across the league and uh so yeah essentially what you get is like with the 5.5 million or so you get just about double that in allocation money and the thing where i sort of talk about the brewster's millions is for when you get allocated money whether it's gam or tam you have to use it within a certain window for gam it's yeah. a bit shorter 
where it is uh, three, you, you have to use it within three transfer windows. And with Cam, you have to use it within four transfer windows. Right. And so this is essentially meant to create a parity across the league and to kind of keep it so that the league kind of stays afloat, essentially, where like, you know, you don't have one team you know, sort of going above and, you know, all the others. And then all of a sudden it just, be, just becomes an arms race. Uh, like what you see over in the big leagues in, you know, England, Italy, you know, yeah. uh, that those places. So yeah. yes, uh, essentially major league soccer has very weird financial rules where teams have to stay at a cap, but then they are able to go slightly above that cap with money that's given uh, through different ways. And they can trade, actually, allocated money. So, GAM, that was sort of the thing with the uh, Areola deal is that we got um, a lot of GAM money from that. So we've got about a year and a year and a half to use our GAM GAMs and the TAM TAMs. And that's, where so, that's, that's MLS Finance 101 right there. <laughs> And there's so many acronyms, it's just unreal. But, you know, that makes it a little bit clearer. Um, I don't yes. think we'll ever get to a point where it's crystal clear. Because, you know, I don't even think Garber knows what Gantam is. But, you know, every little bit helps. And the fact that we there's certain, obviously, time frames that you've got to use it in. There's obviously certain amounts. And the fact that you can trade Gam for certain items as well. Because that's what we've, as you rightly say, we did with Paul Ariola. We also did with the international slot as well. We gave away 200,000 of our own GAM to buy that, basically. So it's fake money, in essence. It's charity money. Charity money. There we go. Because it it does actually come from somewhere, doesn't it? Yes. It it is essentially the, you know, it is... um, you know, it's funny because I talk about how in world football, like football should be the most popular sport among libertarians because it is like dog eat dog. I have the most money and I can do whatever I want with it. Whereas like MLS is like this social socialist hellscape. And I don't say this as someone who <laughs> criticizes socialism, but it's like, it's like there are so many crazy, crazy, crazy rules where like, uh, you know, all teams have to like stay at kind of this even level and they have to do so much funny financial gymnastics to make it all work. And it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's, I, I mean, I love the fact that every team works at the same level because you look yeah. at the competitiveness of the league and you compare it to pretty much any other league in the world. Yeah. MLS is so much more competitive. There's never, well, there's very rarely a team that wins MLS cup twice in a row. And that is something that is fantastic. You look at Columbus Crew, who won it in 2020, mm-hmm. barely made the playoffs in 2021. Yep. Kind of hoping that happens to NYCFC this year, because, you know, don't really like that. Sorry, Bernie. Um, still got but, the Red Bulls. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, they still don't play in New York. Yeah, still don't play. Or an actual football stadium. Yeah. Oh, there's so many things wrong with uh, the New York. I'm going to use invoke New York teams. 
but but even even you've said uh you know when i first met you and we sort of first started mm. podcasting together is that the point you made about your you getting so interested in mls is that degree of parity where teams yeah. aren't ne- you can't necessarily predict like who's going to be the top four at the start of the season anything can happen uh you can have just wild swings where one season a team can win uh you know columbus crew they can win the the whole thing and then just absolutely drop the following season it's just it's just crazy uh how how fun it is to watch mls yeah it really is uh so that is the first ever mls 101 thank you professor wise um we, we, we need some subjects for next week. So if you've got any ideas, do tweet them in. Um, I have the Twitter handles just here for all of us. Look at that, just like that. So you feel free to either uh, tweet me at DC United Kingdom. Daniel is S Dakota Soccer. And Tom is uh, at Snitch McConnell. So feel free to uh, tweet any one of us. And we'll, uh, we'll put it on our list of MLS 101. Um, but I think if we... I'm going to add something to the list, and that is that we talked obviously about GAM and TAM and then designated players and things, but what types of contracts are there in MLS? Oh, that's so you've a, got that's your a, DPs. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you've got what your t- because you've got, you've got league minimum. Yep. yep. What What does that even mean? Um, because I don't think many people actually know what that even means out there. So mm-hmm. if we can have a look at that one, if we don't get any ideas coming, we'll use that. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about it offline, um, see if there's anything we come up with. And if there's anything out there for you guys and you want to know, Professor Wise will tell all on the next show. And hopefully I'll have an actual intro by then. Or we'll have a little theme tune. I love it. Yes. I even might make turn you into a professor. I might use my editing skills and make you into an <laughs> actual professor. Let's see what happens. Right. It's time for some fan questions. We've got to the show. We're, we're, and now we're 10 minutes in. I think we've done quite well. Start of the season, baby. It's, it's always a long one. So we've got some fan questions. And the first one is coming up on screen there, but it's from uh, Chris LD on Instagram. Chris LD5 on Instagram. Um, and he, he asks... Are we going to be seeing an inflow, um, an inflow of new signings in the near future? Now we've had quite a few transfers happen recently. Obviously, Estrada coming in, taxis uh, being signed. Obviously, Paul and Kevin have gone recently. Brendan's come in. Uh, TKD's come in as well. Yep. Um, should we be expecting any more? And I know Goff's already said we're not signing a new keeper, but that doesn't seem like it's on the cards. So, what do we reckon? Maybe somewhere in the summer? Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I think that's when we're going to next see anything actually happen. I think potentially we could get one more. But yeah. that would, that, that's, that's going to be a maximum. It's going to be a maximum one more player. I don't see much else happening. No, I think I think Lasalle's had a lot going on already, um, yeah. and I think he's he's happy with what he has. Maybe you know, with this first uh, half the season that goes through, we'll hit summer, and he's like, you know what I really need, and yeah, you know, maybe that's where we'll see. Yeah, I think I think I agree with that. What do you reckon, Daniel? 
Um, I would say so too. Uh, I, I know you've been saying in the chat, Tom, that, that you're looking for a number eight. Uh, we, you know, it's one of those things where we have a very young midfield and, um, it's, it's going to be one of those pictures that's going to be clearer, uh, you know, probably closer to the summer and yeah, no, uh, I think there, there is a plan. I think we had, uh, or the front office had to make the moves they had to make to, uh, you know, get some deals going so that when that time comes, we got all these gam gams to use, uh, we're going to, you know, have a good idea of where that goes. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Let's move on to the next question because there's quite a few we've got to get through. So thank you for everyone who sent them in, um, especially over on Instagram. That was great. Um, so next one is from uh, Soccer Subs Podcast. Uh, let's go and check those guys out um, over on Instagram. I mean, they, they did ask, how do you feel about potentially signing Estrada? Now, I mean, obviously that, in that short space of time since I put the story about getting yeah. questions in to the show happening, which is a matter of day, a couple of days. Yeah. Estrada has signed. Um, so, I mean, we talked about it earlier, but um, just quick thoughts on Estrada signing. If you could rate it out of 10, hmm. what would you give him? Um, I would give it a 7, leaning on an 8, just because it's alone right now. Yeah. Not a lot to lose. Yeah. I, I'm I'm kind of going light 6 to a strong 7, or a... Uh, a strong six to a light seven, going with a, a needle okay. drop rating there. Uh, you know, it's it, you know going back, it is um, it's a loan deal with an option, so that's you. There's not a whole lot to lose, and uh, you know, it's more options up front, which I think is what Losada is looking for. Yeah, and uh, no, I mean the first number that popped into my head was a seven as well. Um, Again, same reasons. It's a loan with an option, not a lot to lose, and a bet more depth, which is what we've always been craving for here. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think if we average it out, it's probably going to be a seven. Yeah. So there you go. Um, next one is from Between Clean Sheets, so Cheyenne, who's been on the show previously. Um, bigger surprises in transfers. So, uh let, let's let's tackle from both league wide and DC. So DC wise, biggest surprise in transfer. I mean, maybe maybe she was thinking that uh, we would be signing Tevez by uh, the time this came out. Yeah. Um, if, if that happened, that would have been the biggest surprise. Um, but I think. Probably Ariola going to Dallas for me. Um, yeah. Mainly because there wasn't no big reason for him to leave. And it wasn't like he was being pushed out. Mm. Um, you know, obviously Paredes is the big one, but we all knew it was going to happen yeah. at some point. Yeah. Uh, we, we were talking about Paredes moving before the season even ended. I mean, I think we were talking about <laughs> yeah. that clear in August. Yeah. We were like, God, he... If he, we were like, yeah, if he, if he ends up to Man City and then, and then NYCFC, oh, it's going to be, this is going to be awful. Like we were, we were losing our minds over that. So I, yeah, you know, that wasn't a surprise at all, but definitely, uh, Ariola moving on is, is, uh, 
Yeah, that's heavy. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I, again, I think we're, we're all in agreement. Ariola. Um, there's some, it, to me, it smells as something's happened in the background. Because he was an international whilst yeah. playing for DC United. So there, were, there was no need to think about that from that side of things. He wasn't, he isn't really going to get that much more exposure by playing for Dallas. Maybe his um, kids want to move there. Like, <laughs> but what is in Dallas? Debbie? Debbie does Dallas? I could tell you. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. I, you know, he he just got engaged. I mean, there's a lot, yeah. a lot of stuff that's happening in his life. So, like, yeah, no. I mean, only Paul knows why. And yeah. we could dissect it to death, but at the end, I think it's just what feels right to him. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely surprised it wasn't abroad. That's the. I, I'm not surprised that he moved on because as soon as he says he wants to go and make sure he gets that World Cup spot, then you're like, I mean, kind of understand why he'd want to leave and build up his reputation, but to go to Dallas. Maybe, maybe just change of scenery. Maybe he's going to look better playing at Dallas. Yeah, maybe uh, see. Based on the system they use. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I just, like, it's. Like you said, none of us, the only person who really knows is Paul. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're just going to have to see. And maybe one day he wants to come and tell us on an interview. <laughs> you never know. I just, ah, just have to keep asking because I've asked. Right. Um, in, in terms of, I know we were talking about DC, but in terms of MLS and Hull, um, I'm stuck between Insigne. Actually, no, it's got to be Insigne because Douglas Costa is a bit older. Um, yeah. But Insigne is like, he could have, yeah, he could have kept going for a while. Um, but I guess that's what we like to see is guys that are not retirement age coming to the MLS. Yeah. I, another surprise for me is Shakiri. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, Shakiri goes, is it Chicago? Where was he, Roma? He was at uh, Leon. Yeah. He's only been there five months. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't working out. No. So, off to Chicago for him. I'm so surprised, like, how different your answers were from mine. I thought we were all going to say the same thing. Go on. Mine's Zilko to, to Chicago. That's wild. But yeah. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> that was an answer I was not he, expecting. He put he was quality for yeah. Philadelphia. And um that yeah, like I I was just very well one, you know, just very surprised that he would go from Philly to Chicago. But then also Chicago just pulling that out, and um, he's going to be a big impact for them. In fact, I had said it, and I'm making this call, is I think he's going to be like the move of the season uh, yeah. for any of these teams, especially for uh, Chicago. Um, I, I think he's going to make a big impact there. They're a team to watch for me this season. Yeah. They could be the surprise after the 
last three, four years where they've really struggled, they've pulled out a few big name signings. Yeah. Keep an eye on them. Yep. I think I think they'll they'll be they'll be in the playoffs this season. I think that's where they'll end up. But they're gonna be tough. Yeah. You look at how New England's kind of shocked everyone last season with getting the records in terms of support shield points and actually going through and getting as far as they did. I think that was a bit I don't think people were expecting to be, them to be that good. I think don't think Chicago will be anywhere near that level, but I think they will be up there. So yeah. There you go. Speaking of uh, league stuff, next question from uh, Victor. Coming up. How many more wins do you predict this year compared to last year? Now, just to put it's a tough one. everyone's knowledge at the right level, we got 14 wins last season. I mean, mm. you, you'd like to see some progression for a manager, but it's, it's yeah. a good team. It's, it's MLS as well. Yeah. It's also the MLS. I mean, you know, I feel like we could pick a number out of a hat and, you know, that'd be a better chance of getting it right. Yeah. Um, I would say maybe one or two. Yeah. I say. What, what was the full line? What's the, What was the full record line? So 14 wins, 15 defeats, and five draws. Only five draws. Yeah, which is great for entertainment value. Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. But I, I'd, you look at the rest of the league, so the teams that were above us, so directly above us was the um, the Pink Cows. They only got 13 wins, but they had nine draws. So yeah. they didn't have as many defeats. Orlando, 13 wins. Atlanta, 13 wins. New York City, 14 wins. Nashville, 12 Philadelphia, 14. The only team to have got more wins than us last year was New England Revolution. Yeah. They were and they, so the thing that we need to eradicate is those defeats. So yeah. it's not a case of how many more wins, how many fewer defeats. What was the what was the game last season where we were up a goal and then in the space of like five, ten minutes we literally let in two goals and it was just like over with? Was it, that ha- the- it happened a few times last season. Oh, exactly. I can't remember off, but it was like really big downer. It was like big, a long night. The, ESPN. Yeah, I think it was NYCFC. In my opinion. So the one that's the one that sticks in my head because we were attacking on the corner and yeah. we had a golden opportunity score. I think Pines missed an absolute sitter. And then Sean Johnson threw it down. Talis Magno sprints down the wing. Yeah. Yeah, because there was that Orlando match too that that still sticks in my oh, head. Yes, yeah. Yeah, no, and then that sort of thing is like the Losada system is is huge risk and reward. And yeah. Uh, you know, I think with just a, a slightly faster, you know, and, and more spry, uh, back line, I, I think, yeah, I'm, I'm with Tom. I, you know, I think, uh, it's, it's about mitigating those losses. And so, however that, you know, the rest of that gets distributed between wins and draws, uh, you know, I think I want to see less than 10 losses this season. That's yeah, that's maybe. my challenge. Yeah. 
Yeah. So if we were looking at that, just again, compared to last season, that's with Orlando, Atlanta, NY, uh, Orlando, Atlanta, Nashville, Philadelphia, New England. Yeah. Who had yeah. less than 10 defeats. Nashville only had four. Nashville was. Did they tie like 20 games? 18. Yeah. Not far off. <laughs> 18 <laughs> times. I mean, I mean, they I were mean, the Kings. I'm a bit jealous of that because five. Yeah. They mean, went undefeated at home last season. They yeah. Leicester City themselves days. into the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, we just need to we need to learn how to either kill games or just play yeah. the most Burnley defense yeah. in the in the yeah. league. I mean, I mean, you look at those two games that we, me and Daniel, just talked about. If we just hunkered down. And got yep. those two points, we would have been in the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, don't tell me that. <laughs> we would have. We would have beaten the cows to the play to the playoffs. And everything changes in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. It really does. So we would have been in there, and we would have been playing Philadelphia. So we would have been knocked out in the first first one. Yeah. Anyway, but those were those were nightmare games last season. Yeah. So, yeah. They so they know how to pick us apart. Yeah. Yeah. So next question. It's from Tom Lice. Again, over on Instagram. He asks, How would you rank position depth for DC DCU right now? Strongest and weakest. Weakest. I'm gonna start there. Goalkeeper. Yeah. Um there's there's a couple when of other When your Kempen is number two. I'm sorry, John. I can't believe, I can't believe they announced his re-signing. I was like, why'd you tell anyone? You should have just kept it quiet. I, I don't understand why they announced it because it just made everyone angry. I've reached this point where I feel I feel bad for him. I'm like, man, ah, he's get he's getting the worst of soccer Twitter, and like soccer Twitter is the worst. Uh, I mean, to be fair, I did. I did a little post on on the website about it, and he liked the tweet. There you go. Hey, Kevin, if you're an avid follower, we support you. <laughs> but please work out on your hand strength. Please, there's too many. Please, just your fingers and just go. Let's let's hope that SWAT training helps. Yeah, um, I was reading the blurb from the Inter match where he played, and he apparently. Actually, did really well. Uh, oh, fair. I mean, yeah. if you so. can turn it around, I'm I'm all for it. The, he could be, he could be the Kamara of 2022, but with clean sheets. Yeah. <laughs> How many percent uh, was that, Daniel? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. This season, it's about it's a. I'm at a solid thousand. Yeah. If he, if he doesn't, if he doesn't come out screaming this season uh i don't want him to to be stagnant till like mid-june so yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's his, he he has to come out otherwise i am you know all about estrada uh yeah. at that point i want a hat trick in those first three games or else yeah i'm like no no so <laughs> so we're gonna say keeper is our worst in terms of depth yeah What's our strongest in depth? 
Is it, is it midfield, attack, or defense? Attack. Attack, yeah. yeah. Just so many options. Um, the nice thing is, is if someone is really having a, a wash of a, of a season, you know, just put in the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's nice to have that now. Yeah, I mean, it's, we're not relying on one guy being like, all right, well, maybe this time he'll get together. Um, but, yeah, and then, you know, actually an argument back – sorry, it's just popped in my head. Back back to, you know, <laughs> Mickey's in terms of depth. I'm thinking about midfield, too. There's yeah. not a lot. No, it's true. You know, goalie is – goalie, as long as Hamid stays healthy, we're okay. Yeah. But if he isn't, it's calamity. Yeah. Um, whereas midfield, you know, there's more of a chance of of an injury. Yeah. And, you know, you're going to be subbing someone into midfield more than likely, and especially more than likely subbing your goalkeeper in, right? So, yeah. I mean, I'm worried about that midfield. I I wonder how, like, all my teams, man, midfield. <laughs> yeah. All my teams. I'm sick of it. <laughs> Can you stop following DC United then, please? Yeah, I know. I need to stop. Uh, yeah, I mean, you look at it. We've got, obviously, Canaris, Nyman. See, that's the problem. Garay. <laughs> TKD. Yeah. That's three youth players. Yeah. And one senior player. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else. That's that, that's my worry. Yeah. So maybe that's who our next island could be. Then it better be before June. <laughs> uh, you never know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, next question. You might want to change of uh, <laughs> change of scenery. Tevez might play into midfield. Yeah, as a CDM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking yeah. of, speaking of uh, Tevez. No, yeah. <laughs> we answered that one. Absolutely. Um, I I explained the scenario in which I would take Tevez, and it yeah. is convoluted at best. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Rithik, um, thank you for the questions because you've sent in a few questions in. Next yeah. one was, when do you expect to see a third DP, if at all, and would it be a direct Ariola replacement? Summer. Summer, is my answer yeah. to when? Summer, yeah, and I feel like what we just talked about with the midfield, uh, I'd rather I'd rather do that. Yeah. yeah, I don't think we'll get a DP to replace Ariola. No, I think it will be a, a solid central midfielder. Yeah, that's that's. I can't think who who it would be, but Modric. You know, Nemanja. Nemanja is out in June. I'm not saying I want him. I'm just saying. <laughs> Speaks five languages. Great yeah. family man. For Always sure. looking for a new team. Slow as anything. Oh. <clears throat> so I'm going to start coughing in a second. Oh, boy. <laughs> Sorry oh. about that. Okay. I'm back. I'm back. It's fine. It was just a quick one. That's what she said. I'm sorry, I can't believe I just said that. I haven't even had any beer yet. Disappointed. I'm, a, I'm a technically unemployed at the moment, so I could drink whatever, whenever I want, but... Yeah. 
stick it on the H2O. Um, next question from Rithik, and it's the last question. Which area of the teams need to be strengthened? Oh, I think we've answered that one as well. Yeah. Yeah. Midfield and keeper. Any names in particular that you'd like the club to sign? Modric? Ozil? Tevez? If, if, we're, if we're talking like, if we're talking realistics, uh, okay, now I can't think of anyone that would no. be realistic. It's a difficult one, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Diego Costa. That's my name. That's the name I'm taking. Diego Costa. I mean, I don't want yeah. Another striker. Okay. But yeah, he's a striker again. I mean, he would, be, talk- he would be okay in midfield too. He would just have. <laughs> exactly. I yeah. take him over Tevez. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, oh. That's a tricky one. Who would we bring in? I can only think of center midfielders that I would want. I mean, that's it. No one else. I mean, I'm sure Pogba's contract's coming up. He's he's leaving for free. I don't think yeah. he's, I don't think uh, DC's on the horizon for him. No. Um, you know, you know who we could get, which I actually wouldn't mind. And you're all gonna tell me to go somewhere else. Is uh, I wouldn't mind if we stole McTweedy. I feel That's nothing. Just Daniel's reaction. <laughs> I feel nothing off that. I mean, no. I remember <sighs> him being good a long time ago, and I. He's all right. Sorry, he's did you see what Nahar did to him? Yeah, 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 yeah. But they'll be together now. They'll be best friends. <laughs> I'm just gonna look at you like this. Fine, whatever. Fine, fine. Ignore me. Get I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do this. <laughs> you have to do the LeBron James. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm just gonna point. I'm giving you the uh, the finger wag. There we go. Yeah, there we go. But we need someone. I'm worried about it. Yeah, we need we need someone to show up that midfield alongside Canals. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe Snahar could do it. Yeah. uh... I mean, he's a he's a bit of a uh, utilitarian kind of guy. He can play anywhere. He's he's just a where do we need someone? Yeah, you know. As long yes. as it's not a panic buy, if if yeah. you know, if it's a if if it's a smart move, uh, you know, it doesn't necessarily need to be a crazy good player. We just yeah, the yeah. midfield just need it needs some depth, it needs some seasoning, and that is yeah, that's that's about all they need there. Would you would you take Moreno back? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I was disappointed that Felipe left there. I think that that's someone who he. I but I mean, you know, consider the fact that you know he put in a solid run with the team. I mean, what, what was it yeah. like? That was probably what his second, third season with the club uh, last uh, year. Third so, season. Yeah. What so, about Fernandinho? Sorry, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> who are you saying? Ignore me. I'm looking at uh at guys that are out of contract end of uh have you just loaded up football manager? No, 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 he's on transfer market. But, but, but someone someone who's 
actually not a bad. We could get Fernandinho. <laughs> I mean, we no. haven't got we haven't got a Zimmer frame for it. No, we don't. That is that is the the issue. Yeah, and isn't he a centre back these days? No, nah, he plays CDM usually. Uh, he only plays centre back because they had so many injuries. And he was better at centre back than CDM. I mean, he's just good at fouling people. That's yeah. that's why I miss Felipe. I, Ramos. No. Yeah. 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 Why? <laughs> will not let this happen. Because <laughs> I know that makes you angry. I love it. Oh, no, no, thank you. Ramos, why not? Pepe. Did you get Yeah. Anyway. That's the end of the questions. We've we've made it through. We're we've gone into extra time. Yeah. We've gone through for ninety minutes. We're into extra time now. We've gone past injury time. We've gone past Fergie time. Uh, so let's wrap things up. So as I've already put up on screen before, actually no, we need to do the uh yeah. STC who. So any any final thoughts? So mine's uh, mine's terrible because I know it doesn't work, but it's as in terms of not cheating. Yeah. In terms of not cheating, this is how I, far I got. I wouldn't let myself cheat, but I wanted to. But I don't even think he plays anymore, and, or he hasn't played for like four years. Eddie Johnson. He definitely doesn't play. He's yeah. he's Donovan Pines' agent. <laughs> yeah, so he definitely doesn't play. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why you should let me cheat. <laughs> and Daniel, are you sticking with Chris Durkin? Sticking with Chris. And here's the thing. I did a quick scroll of uh, – I, I searched DC United players on Google, and I just went just to see, like, just to get a refresher of names. And that is the only one I can even remotely uh, connect to this. So – you ready? Ready for the answer? Because you're both wrong. Good, good. Naturally. But it has been mentioned in this show, this player. Oh, God, what? Who is that? Yeah. So this player who was born in Indianapolis, who played for Chicago Fire, Premier, moved to DC United. When he moved to the UK, he played for Hearts. Wait, so it it was it was Kitchen. Th yes, it was. A, <laughs> I wasn't going to give it away. Well, okay. Well, that was my that was my first answer, and that that has to be it. So I win. Oh well, if it, if this was who wants to be a millionaire, you'd be walking out with zero money. I was going to say, uh, Daniel technically cheated. Uh, yes, so yes, he he has admitted to cheating. He coughed. Even if uh, my answer was completely wrong, I believe I will. Take this victory. Call uh, <laughs> it a day. <laughs> Stick and around for next week where we I have still, more plays. I still here on my end. I still have a debt to collect from James. Oh, this is anyway, that's the end of the show. <laughs> record calling from last season. I still need to see you in a Red Bulls kit. Sorry, I, I'm sorry. I, you're breaking uh, up on me. You're breaking up. I'm going we'll through it out. 
I mean, I you know, I you either wear it or I'm gonna Photoshop it and and put it everywhere. So. Oh, I can do a really good Photoshop. Either way, way. either way. <laughs> I mean, I could just Photoshop myself into it. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I, I just I just want to see you uh, supporting your true your true love. Uh, I mean, it's a team in red and white. <laughs> that's the only thing I can go with on that because everything else is just pure hate. Anyway. So let, let's we've done that now. So well, let's wrap things up. Uh, so everyone out there, thank you for listening. If you're still listening, well done. You made it through 100 minutes. Fair play. If yeah. you listen to us for 100 minutes, I think you deserve an award. Um, if you've been watching and you've watched entire, again, fair play. Um, if you skip through, I'm not going to argue. Um, but it's been a pleasure to get back onto this and doing this after a few months off. So thank you, Tom. Thank you, Daniel, for being our being the regular co-hosts on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure. I will throw it up on the screen. But for those who are listening, where can people find you? Yeah, and so, Daniel, you go first. Yeah, um, on Twitter. I mean, here's the thing. I probably don't have the best social media to follow, but you know, on Twitter, it's I'm an anime at the moment. I, I, so okay, my Twitter is oftentimes, um, <laughs> you know, just kind of saying random things that come to my mind, or you know, retweeting uh, soccer things. But um, if you want to see anime girl heads on top of soccer players, um, come to my Instagram. It's my new art installation project that I'm doing. Um, it's it's anime soccer boys. Uh, it came to my mind because there is a old Japanese game called Tokimeki Memorial, which is a Japanese high school dating game. And I've been kind of obsessing it over it because of a YouTube video. And uh, because of that, I just want football manager, but as a Japanese dating sim, I want Inazuma 11 manager. That's I just want football manager with anime. That's where I'm at right now. So will so that be if, an ach- would there be an achievement for cut, for a Katsuma kicking cap? No, be, well, no, I can't. I there there's no cat kicking. In fact, like I mean, there's, there's, no it's, 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 there's none, <laughs> none. This is family friendly. Uh, yeah. For for that, you know, it's just it's it's where I'm at. So if that sort of vibe, uh, you know. Uh, warms your tea, then then come hang out. There we go. <laughs> if you want to see some anime, there you go. Go see. Go go follow Daniel. Tom, where can they find you? Uh, nice and quick. You can follow me as shown on the screen at Snitch McConnell. Where if you like listening to someone complain about either sports or the U.S. government, I am your guy. Um, yeah, so have, come free and have a look around and feel free to send some bees my way. Nice. There you go. And as you can see as well on screen for Twitter, for, for me, it's at DC Night Kingdom. Um, and same on Facebook and Instagram, just add in FC on the end, you know, as you do. Um, you guys are in on the DC UK group. Uh, yeah. which is awesome uh, the private group is always buying it has been throughout the entire off season which is it's fantastic it's been very active yeah it's great especially in the early hours um where there's when you wake up to about 72 notifications yeah to mute it yeah <laughs> um but if you want to come and join in on the group chat um come join us at dc uk um 
It's dcunitedkingdom.com forward slash membership. And last but not least, subscribing like. That's not the last but not least. Um, if you want one of the jerseys that Daniel Professor Wise is absolutely looking great in, head to bit.ly forward slash dcukcherry. Um, the links are in the show notes, so feel free to just do, uh, click through on those. But it is gorgeous, and if you're listening to the show, head to the Twitter page. Um, you'll see see it up on there somewhere in the media links. It just looks fantastic. So, yeah, there we go. That's it. We're almost at 1 hour 45, so thank you again for everyone for listening. Um, and until next time, Vamos United. Vamos United. Cheers, guys.